we made with the talking and it was just fine but it soon turned into that awkward silence and i didn't know what to do hello next. everybody and welcome to the second and highly anticipated episode of unfortunately me a podcast by me jake maya levin arlo last four digits of my social are just kidding <laughs> um uh it's about awkward mishaps and unfortunate events and dumb things that have happened in my life and other people's lives and to talk about the other people's lives part i have some extraordinarily special guests with me today we're recording live from the recording studio in the diana center and by recording studio i mean a maybe reserved classroom so first we have the editor at large of the i magazine anna espinosa Say hi to everyone, Anna. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so you're not the editor at large? Um, I'm not. That's not my official position. What's the official title? Uh, deputy editor. Deputy editor at large. At large. I'm going to just add at large to like all my titles. I'm a student at large. Good, good. Um, student at large, editor, deputy editor yeah. at large. The other guest we have today is a... Russian exchange student from Moscow. <laughs> um, her name is Helen Vladakogan, but you can call her Lena. Or <laughs> Oh, there she goes. I'm going to be doing the entire podcast in Russia. <laughs> Say hi to everyone, Lena. I already did. You just couldn't tell because I was speaking in Russian. Hi, everyone. Oh, good. That's the translation. Great. Thank you. (laughs) So thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. We've had a few. Oh, and the recorder is sliding away from me slowly. Had a few mishaps. Uh, We had someone oversleep from a nap. Um, I'm not going to say who it is, but she's not Russian. It was me. Yeah, it was (laughs) Anna. The fire alarm woke me up, though, even though my actual alarm didn't. Just, I never clarified this. Is our dorm on fire, or is this a drill? <laughs> oh, no, it's totally a flame. Oh, okay, good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you came straight here. Yeah, no, I was, like, totally considering, like, just, like, staying there, but then whenever, like, that happens, when a fire alarm goes off, I'm always, like, my it, mom it's would, a real fire. My mom would be really mad if I died, because I just decided to sleep through the fire yeah. alarm. Yeah, so. I think your mom would be angry. So, uh, <laughs> Anger would be the first thing she was feeling. Sadness might be like number three. <laughs> Anger, disappointment, then maybe. Sadness maybe kind a of upset. So our first segment, this is, I mean, I don't know if you remember the last episode. It was really great and there were four highly modulated segments. The first one was going around the circle with my guests and my guests were just me. So um, <laughs> that was good. And telling a story, maybe a short story, maybe a long story, um, maybe like baby shoes for sale, never worn. Uh, that was mine. Oh no. <laughs> um, of a, an awkward thing that happened to you this week. So would, would any of us like to start? I had an awkward start to this week. Uh, yesterday, I- was Monday, so on Sunday I went grocery shopping and I bought cereal after not eating cereal for eight months. It was a streak, but I broke it. And so I thought, what a better way to start a Monday than actually eating breakfast, and this would be the second time I ate breakfast this entire school year. So <laughs> I thought, okay, we're gonna have enough time to eat breakfast. We are, and I, so I ate cereal pretty leisurely. I took my time, and then I realized, oh, I really didn't have enough time to eat breakfast. I barely had enough time to pack breakfast. 
So I was rushing a lot and the thing is when I get out of bed, I like put on slippers right after I get dressed because the floor is kind of cold. And I was rushing a lot, I put on my coat, I got my backpack, made it down in the elevator and I was like booking it out of my dorm, made it across the street and then looked down and realized I was still wearing my slippers. Oh. And I think I cursed audibly on the street. <laughs> could, you, could you just say what that curse was? We have the explicit tag, so it's fine. I said crud. Oh. <laughs> Are you gonna bleep that? Yeah, I, I think I said it really Right, badly. I know. Um, she said cunt. <laughs> oh my god. I'll, I'll edit that she out. She looked at someone and <laughs> I said this is your Hi, fault. Grandma. You did this to me. I turned down the podcast, Mom. <laughs> So I had to make it right back, and um, not only did the desk attendant, the wise desk attendant, who I still hope to befriend at some point, laugh at me as I said, forgot to put on my regular shoes. Yeah, Clive. And then I also got into the elevator with a girl who had taken the elevator down with me. She was signing <laughs> out her boyfriend, so she was having a more exciting start to her day. But I got back in the elevator, she kind of looked at me, and I also said, forgot to take off my slippers. She didn't really laugh at me, she just kind of was like, why are you explaining? I don't give a fuck. And we're back. <laughs> hey. um, we're going to be talking about Nature Box today. No. <laughs> Nature Box doesn't pay us yet. Sorry, let's finish our story. Oh, the end of my story is that I was late to class. But I did, <laughs> I did text maybe eight people about this, so I got a lot of mileage out of it. Good, that's good. Anna, do you have a story? I do have a story. Lena doesn't even know this one, which is like Ooh. new because she knows everything. That did I it happen did. today? No, it happened on Friday. What we the hell? Why haven't you told me? Because you were in Wellesley and I forgot to tell you, but I'll tell you now. So, basically I wanted to get like one of those birth control implants that you like put in mm -hmm. your arm. Oh, sorry. Yeah. What is that? It's like you like put it Not in, in your uterus? No, no there's, there's, ones like in, there's ones that like go in your arm. It's like a little like stick that also the hormones. government tracks you with it question they mark. could also track me with like a thing in my uterus okay fine fair enough that would be cooler though it's called like next plan on or something called what next plan on that's oh the... i thought you said next one on no <laughs> next plan on. so so basically i went to columbia health and i couldn't get it here because i don't have columbia like health insurance but she gave me the name of a, of a gynecologist Good. To go to. So on Friday, I had my appointment. Well, first of all, okay, so after the Columbia Health nurse practitioner gave me the the name of the gynecologist, I go on their website and then I call and make an appointment, right? Good. You know, at the end of the call, she's like, okay, here's here's our address. And she like reads it off to me. I don't write it down because I'm like, oh no. Because I'm like, I'm going to look it up on the internet yeah, or on Google fine. Maps later. Like, Gramercy Gynecology, how hard can it be to find? Oh, no. So on Friday, I I get up in the morning, I look up the address of the place, put it into my phone, and I like go there, sit in the waiting room, filling out paperwork, whatever. It's a little scary because there are all these like adult women and that's like Were there any pregnant people? There's always pregnant there people. There were the pregnant people, so I was like, I gotta be in the wrong. You said this is why I'm not this is why I'm here to prevent this. Yeah, exactly. It was a little shock. <laughs> so like, you're, separated. you're like, do the IUDs work? Why are you pregnant? <laughs> I asked them that. Um, <laughs> so I was like, wow, like I feel like I'm in the wrong place. There's so many adult women in here. Because <laughs> it was like this kind of fancy place. So then, uh, turns out I was in the wrong place. <laughs> they have two locations and I went to the wrong one. Oh, you went to the pregnant women one. I don't know if it was the pregnant woman one, but like that's why the woman told me the address specifically on the phone. <laughs> oh. So then they were like, you're not in the right office. <laughs> so then I missed the appointment. Um, oh no, so you didn't get it yet? Yep, this Friday will be. 
Oh, returning. Okay. Well, Good. not returning. Going to another You know, they should price. have a person like with a sandwich board outside. It's like the pregnant women one. Yeah. And, like, if, if it's not the but one. But it's not yeah. directing yeah. anyone anywhere. No, no, no. It just says, it's a spinning board that says the pregnant women one. <laughs> People aren't sure, but it's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's actually just someone, like, it's just a man. No, they don't, the place, the office is not related. We're not sure yeah. where the man comes from. We don't know why he's there. Um, I have an awkward story. It actually just happened about two hours ago. I was thinking, what could my awkward story be? I was taking a shit in the um, <laughs> Barnard Hall bathroom. I had just finished dinner at Hewitt, so it was a post-dinner Which shit. Barnard Hall bathroom? The Basement? one, no, the one on the first floor. My, um, can I tell you my favorite bathroom in Barnard Hall are the ones that are the like gender neutral ones because they're individual bathrooms? I like, wish I could give you so many good bathrooms on campus. To this is in. not my like, my favorite one, but I've been having some constipation issues, so I figured <laughs> now is the best time. So. I went into that bathroom. I was waiting online. I should have realized at that point it was a little bit overcrowded. I hop into the stall, listening to Welcome to Night Vale, a great podcast. <laughs> when I hear a loud voice outside of the bathroom, there's a lot of people in there, but I was like, I think I recognize that voice. And I hear the voice and I realize it's Eliza Moss Horowitz. <laughs> <laughs> She hears, she's talking to someone in the bathroom. They didn't come in together, but they met up there. I hear her walking into the bathroom. I think, this is the best time to make my presence known. I say, hi, Eliza. She said, who is this? I said, it's Jake. She said, I thought I recognized your voice. Then the person in the stall next to me, who was the person Eliza ran into, introduced herself to me. <laughs> I said, not, maybe not the best time. Uh, everyone was on the toilet for about five minutes. I was still working on my business, though. And they left. Eventually, Eliza left with a, a lovely goodbye, saying, if you need anything, I'm always here for you. I was definitely pushing out a turd at that point. <laughs> and then I just sat there thinking about how I had an interaction with someone fully just in the bathroom. But it's actually funny that that happened because all of 11th grade, I thought I had the best sitcom idea, which was like just people's feet in a in the bathroom and like the lives, like their lives, like you get to know the characters just because like you see what their would, feet. What would the visual? I just the just four stalls I think in a women's is, bathroom. I think this is maybe better as like a short, like on college. Like no, 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 like a like, like a, a twenty-second short, sitcom. a twenty-two minute when sitcom. Every, nine, every nine week, seasons. right? Every week you get to know them, <laughs> you start to love them. Right, exactly. And they like people come in, people go out. It's better like, as a podcast. People maybe. go in, people <laughs> come out. Like that, you can see like them putting in tail. Tampons, them taking shits, peeing, like it's you like you see them or you see their feet. No, their feet. Like you're not like it's not like a graphic but TV is, show. Is there really like a lot of action that happens? Like well, no, but maybe like, it's more like, like a foot fetish though. <laughs> oh no, I forgot that audience would be watching. It's the most popular. It's gonna freaking blow. Oh god, I didn't want this. Okay, maybe it wasn't the best idea. Thank you for sharing your stories. Now we're moving into segment two of the podcast, which is, it'll be a quick segment, don't look at the clock, Helen Vladikogin, which is discussing our AP bio situation. Now, this is something I mentioned in the previous podcast and said it could it could fill a whole a whole podcast. Fill a whole series of podcasts. It could, you could just start I a different podcast. I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> there. Um, so, um. yeah, it was 
an experience. I actually have um, from a listener, a devoted listener. Her name is Sophie Bretchen. She Shout out. she recommended this topic, kind of, and has a few has a few things to remind us of uh, stuff that had happened. So our our teacher, who will remain nameless for anonymity purposes, if you want to know her name, just literally message me, email me, text me. Like I will tweet it out. I don't care. But. She, uh, these are a few things that we can maybe elaborate on this. The first one, uh, not the first one chronologically, but the first one that pops into mind is when she went to Alaska for her daughter's wedding, but didn't remember one word of it because she came back and said she was blackout drunk for the whole thing. Yeah, that didn't come out until later though, because at first <laughs> she had been really excited about the wedding, so people thought that the way to get on her good side when she got back would be <laughs> to suck up and ask her about right. it. So maybe four people said, how was the wedding? How was the wedding? And the reason it was four people is because people would come in in the first 40 minutes of class <laughs> at different times, and like four different people came in and said, right. wait, how was the wedding? And to all of them, she kind of responded angerly and like in a really short way, like, fine, it was fine. And yeah. I was like, what the hell, what the hell happened at the wedding and then this got out right and then we realized she was blackout drunk and also it was a shotgun wedding because her daughter was pregnant oh I and she was that. not happy about that Scandal. yeah Scandal. and they had to hop up to alaska another thing oh, sorry why why was why alaska that's, that's where it. the boyfriend the the husband I thought you said cousin. The betrothed lives is from Alaska. So Gold Rush, Alaska. Yeah, I mean Long Beach or Alaska. You tell me which is better. Great. I think oh, I guess I get Long Beach. Place of rest. We're talking about Long Beach on Long Island. <laughs> we are talking about Long Beach on Long Island. Not Long Beach, California. No. Uh, great beaches in both places. <laughs> Sorry, no, we're talking about Long Beach on Long. Island. It's not. It's just yeah. a pl vacation yeah, destination. Um, you can really. get there. It's pretty shitty. <laughs> it's a great hangout place. Fine. Um, the other thing is that she got elbow surgery, sorry, shoulder surgery, and then was never the same again. <laughs> there was something wrong with her foot, too. Did she? She broke foot? her foot, oh, also. That was unrelated. That was unrelated. Uh, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> She also said she stopped being a nutritionist because people ate too many Oreos. Yeah, she said she kept still, her advice for people kept being just like, if you don't want to be fat, stop eating sleeves of Oreos. <laughs> While that is sound advice, it's not the <laughs> advice that people wanted to hear. She, they didn't pay $80 an hour to hear stop eating full sleeves of Oreos. People wanted other solutions besides a command to stop eating Oreos. Right. The other thing was that she plopped us in front of Osmosis Jones for about four class periods. I think periods. those were the class periods where I learned the most and enjoyed yeah. bio the most. I, that's when I realized I, was, I wanted to be a biologist. That's a crazy movie. Yeah, I paid attention yeah. to it. Um, Who's the actor? Bill Murray? No. Is Bill Murray in that? No, there's like a live action part of it. And the, yeah, there is. Like, no, there, like the guy. Who is Osmosis Jones? Is it Bill Murray? No, no, that's not. looking it up. It's not Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Jones is like the guy who's like... Honestly, I don't know, but I learned a lot about biology, more than I ever learned from when she projected slides and said, did you get it? Did we used a it? projector from the 1600s in our class uh, right. to we project <laughs> slides onto the board, slides that had been written maybe 40 years ago, and had like it actually faded said many that, times. Um, said that who knows? It said bears are not an animal. People, but for some reason, people continued to take photos of every slide. Even <laughs> I continued. Never would I ever glance at them again. Yeah, every single person in the class <laughs> would sit and take photos, and then they would all post them in the Facebook group as though like we had some hope of sitting down for four and a half hours at home and copying down these slides. Right. 
So, I don't know. It seemed like we were trying to pay attention. Yeah. It was at like 8 in the morning, this class, every single day of the week. Six days a week. Six yeah. days. Literally six days. We came days. in on Saturdays. We came in on Saturdays. Did you find out about I think I missed a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I was not there on Saturdays. Um, Chris Rock. Oh, Chris Rock. That's not Chris Rock was not the live action man. I'm trying to like find the. Just search Osmosis Jones. I'm on the IMDb. Let me see. Who's the top one? Chris Rock. Okay, who's the second? Lawrence Fishburne. Okay, who's the third? David Hyde Pierce. This is not helpful. You know, I don't think Bill Murray was. That's, in there's okay. Maybe, oh wait, no, no, he was. He's yes. like all the way at the bottom. Thank I'm you. Sorry. It's Bill Murray. I knew it was he Bill Murray. He plays Frank. Frank, yeah, and uh, let's just say Frank was a better biology teacher than this woman ever could have been. And better than any of us could hope to ever be. Yeah, really, I, <laughs> I want to be Frank. <laughs> uh, Let me think what else, what else did, I, I was um, in Miss, I had, Didn't I had her as a teacher for three years of my four years of high school. And I can say that she was, I was hoping that because I'd have her for so long, I'd like get her her good side kind of, and like she'd like me because she'd known me for a long time. But the only benefit that this got me was that she had my number, so she was able to contact me sometimes. If anything, the time was against you. Yeah, it really was because she would show up, The she was driving from a very far away, I guess. So she was, we, the students weren't the only ones who had trouble getting to class on time. And usually the rule at our high school was that if you wait five minutes and the teacher's not there, then you can walk away and get a free period. But okay, I, I don't think, think that's a written rude. rule. I think people just say wait uh, five minutes. I think that's universal. Like even now in college, people try to pull that. Yeah. Oh no, but uh, in college, people said that the rule is a half hour. Who says? So. Who says that? Where are these rules? Is, is there like a rule book that I'm not getting at the time? I don't know. When you can leave. It's on the home page of the college website. But so she would call me at like 8.04 when everybody was getting ready to like give up and leave and she'd be like I'd be there in 30 minutes come back in 30 minutes so I was kind of like the bearer of bad news all the time I'd be like everybody be like oh we can go we can go I'd be like no she told me that we have to stay and people would be like what the hell like why did why do you why do you like provide this method of communication with her <laughs> so right didn't she get suspended for like oh this year she got suspended and for what I've told you this story okay no. so there's so many things she should have been suspended for in the past, but apparently this year there was a girl in her class that had a peanut allergy, and that prevented them from doing a lab. I guess it was like the peanut butter and jelly. Mind lab or you, something. the only lab we ever did was one where she took a fetal pig from a bag of formaldehyde and made a tap dance on a lab bed. <laughs> there was another day where we made sandwiches with bologna, and so did and, we? Yeah, and. Uh, a um, guy in our class made the sandwich using a dirty, dirty scalpel, <laughs> yes. and then she ate the sandwich. Even though I think rule number zero of any lab <laughs> is don't eat in the lab. Don't eat. Okay, fine. And, eat, honestly, eat in the lab. Don't eat the scalpel bologna sandwich. It was disgusting. But this girl had a peanut allergy, and that prevented the class from doing the peanut butter lab. And the peanut, you know, <laughs> it's okay. It <laughs> the peanut butter lab that all AP bio classes have to do, apparently. Yeah, the teacher um, was bad mouthing the girl behind her back and complaining Jesus. that they couldn't do the lab. And this somehow got back to the student and she reported her and Good. that got her a week suspension. But I think it's hilarious that this is what they got her on. It's like they say they got Al Capone. They, they, they got Al Capone on taxes. They got her on <laughs> making fun of the girl's peanut allergy. Great. 
a great comparison. But the thing that sucks about allergies is that there's no way to make them cool. Like sometimes, yeah, there is. Like, let's think of four ways. Let's each go around the circle and say one way. Yeah, I think that you always just comes off as obnoxious because you're like, oh, I can't eat this, and everybody has to sit around and what act if like that's like, like, okay. okay. Here, this is a. I have a way. What if you're like, hey, I know a way you could kill me if you wanted to. I know a way you can murder me. How's that cool? How that makes edgy. you look weak? Yeah, it's edgy. I uh, guess. Because you're like, hey, want to know my? It's like an Achilles heel. Want to know my like, fatal flaw? You could like, peanuts. you could like carry around. You know, you could carry around like a peanut oh, butter like, bar, just like a, in our stars. Or like a cyanide, so, or like like in the Fault in Our Stars where he holds a cigarette in his mouth and it's like you hold this and it kills you. Yeah. <laughs> literally, so you just literally hold like a peanut. <laughs> also, there's like airborne peanut allergy, so that wouldn't work. That would cause an anaphylactic well, shock. Well, without a. No, so hold like a wrapped up peanut butter. Oh. Bar. A, what? Do you, have you heard of a peanut butter bar before? Or peanut bar, whatever. Like the hey, breakfast bar. Hey, we're sponsored by peanut bar. <laughs> peanut butter bars. Yeah. Um, Cliff bars is actually oh, sponsored. Oh my god! Yes, only. I would die a beautiful. Who knew they needed death. more advertising? Okay, so thank you so much. We actually have an uh, um, email from a listener. If you want to email us, it's a. Uh, Unfortunately, me123 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at unfortunatecast or hashtag unfortunatecast on Twitter. It's trending worldwide. It is trending worldwide. Yeah. On the World Wide Web, the interwebs, http dot dot slash slash unfortunately me dot biz dot peanut bars dot cliff bar dot com. <laughs> We're sponsored by Cliff Bar. Thank you. You go cliff. to cliffbar.com slash Jake. Um, <laughs> you get a discount, but the money goes to Jake and Amir if I were you. The problem is if you go to cliffbar.com slash Jake, the money goes straight into a Swiss bank account. It's <laughs> oh, no. not mine. So this is from uh, a listener and friend of the show, Sarah Frankie Sigmund. Um, <laughs> she has a short but sweet tale of desperation and blood, much like all of our stories here today. Uh, her story is that she had a nosebleed in front of two boys she kissed, um, both in the library. So, thank you for that story. I had a nosebleed in the holiest city, Jerusalem, while we were doing like a discussion about why the city means so much. We were doing a discussion on how you can give your bone marrow to Israeli That was the second people. nosebleed, but in the first oh. nosebleed was in Jerusalem when we were supposed to sit silently and think about what it meant, but I had to scuffle up, yell at my friend, tissues, <laughs> tissues. I got blood on him, then grabbed the tissues, I had to run away from the group to, to control my nose for like five minutes straight. I got a nosebleed in um, Pupin Hall uh, during my first Spanish class this semester where I walked in so, so ill. The professor says, I'm pregnant, don't get me sick. I sit on the opposite side of the room as her. I get my first nosebleed of my entire life, and I run screaming out of the classroom because there's blood dripping from my nose. I run into some poor man <laughs> on the sixth floor of Pupin, and I say, where's the nearest bathroom with blood streaming out of my face? And he was like, oh my god, I don't know, but get that taken care of. 
So thank you, Sarah, for inspiring that conversation about nosebleeds. And thank you to Lilia Lee for really inspiring me to restart this podcast. Also, Julia Zay, you were my original fan. Those are the only people who are going to listen to this podcast, so you all get a shout out. Wow. Yeah. Hey, but a promise is that if you get your friends to listen to this uh, podcast, every friend that listens to it um, and emails us about it will get a shout out. Fine. So if great. that isn't motivation, I don't know what is. And I have some pretty sweet guests lined up, <laughs> lined up in a in a line in my mind. It's a great lineup. Who's who's? Let's 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 give a little teaser. Well, I'll just say a few people I want on the podcast. It's okay. more of an aspirational <laughs> list. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah, Michelle Obama. John Hodgman. Michelle Obama. Um, Jessica Williams. That's kind of it. So these are like our reaches. Who's our target? I don't really have a target. Go big or go home. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. Thanks. So next week, it'll be Paul F. Tompkins. Oh, hello. We're gonna, no, we're gonna be leaving in a minute. Okay. <laughs> so that, that concludes our podcast, because Lemma and I have to run to a roundtable discussion that Anna forced us into. Just kidding. Thank you. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. And this has mm. been, unfortunately, me. I don't have an outro yet, but hey, cue the illegally downloaded outro music. Oh, also, we are going to have a live show coming up <laughs> in New York City. Um, a lot of people in the Diana Center. <laughs> it's going to be the Diana Center. Upper West Side is a great place to hang out. You should be there already. Come to Diana Center. Tickets will be up soon, so check Tickets out. Tickets will be up soon on bit.ly forward slash. Please help me with my podcast. Also, the money from it's, the clip is going to a Swiss yeah. bank account. It's 21 plus. It is like, 21 plus. Yeah, the show is 21 plus. We will take all of your fake IDs. Yeah, yeah, it's less of, a, less of a show and more of a GoFundMe, so you can just buy a ticket and not show up. Right. We just want the, the cash. The tickets are $50, and they will go towards paying Paul F. Tompkins to come <laughs> on to this podcast. But that benefits everyone, so. Yeah, it really does. So thank you. We made with the talking and it was just fine, but it soon turned into that awkward silence and I didn't know what to do next.